These opportunities will give me what I need to level up life. Hey, what's up, beautiful souls? Chad and Eric here, and we just want to welcome you back to another week at the Roundtable. We are so grateful to have you, and we have a wonderful episode in store for you. So, stay tuned and enjoy. Hey, what's up, beautiful souls? Chad Hafler here with my main man, Eric Dixon. That's me. And we are the Lights at the Roundtable. I'd like to welcome you back to another wonderful week with us sharing our light and love with you. Grateful to have you. E, what's up, brother? Cost of living. <laughs> Cost of everything, Cost bro. Cost of everything. <laughs> uh, I think Drake said it best. Um, Cost but everything. Uh, chilling, man. Just sipping this good coffee. Enjoying yeah. this time. And, good conversation. Um, yeah, good conversation, and uh, yeah, just just came off a, a good busy day today, which hasn't been like most days here lately uh, at the office, but had a lot of lot of motion today in the office, a lot of lot of changing pieces. Um, let's see what else. Been getting up on a pretty regular regular schedule here lately, which is good. That's why I'm getting kind of the pieces back to the puzzle, you know. Yep, Come, putting life back coming together. back. Yep, putting them back together. Um, so around like five thirty, I've been waking up consistently. Okay. So we're starting to get get back back to I see there, you, bro. Um. So that's good. But yeah, you know, again, another day that was filled mostly with work, which was awesome. Again, um, I know more this week than I did last week, which is great. So, mm-hmm. um, so that's really got what I got to focus on. Um, injury is great. It's, it's I mean the surgery is great. Uh, it's pretty much healed, back to normal function. Tomorrow we're gonna hit the gym. Oh yeah, um, man, let's grow. That's what's up, dude. You That's... seem lighter every time I see you, man. Thank you, for sure. Thanks, man. Yeah, Men- man. Probably mentally and physically. Thank yeah. you for the compliment earlier. Absolutely, because I have shed a couple pounds. Yeah, uh, during the, the healing. Yeah, you look good, man. Thank you. It's like a been a reset and a level up, right? Yeah. Go go through your darkness and then boom, here yeah. I am at another level. Yeah. I'm grateful I went through that. Yeah, there was a lot of different lessons in that. Dude, you did, you've had a, a very daunting few months. Yes. Going into fatherhood, man, and yeah. preparing you for battle, my friend. I talked to, I said that to, to one of my buddies today. Um, another buddy of mine that I uh, worked with in Dayton a few years back, mm-hmm. moved out to Oregon. We still keep in contact. He came across my mind this morning. He's also having a baby. I text him, and I said that exact thing. Um, I said, all he described to me some troubles that he went through like during this whole thing mm-hmm. and i said all this stuff is preparing us and i let him know about what i went through and, and and stuff like that and so yeah it's it's all preparing so today was all preparation for nora so it was a great day absolutely mm-hmm. yeah preparing us for for battle that's what's up man yeah good day great um, day. what about you man had a great day, man. And uh, our opener with Nako, it just, it, my day started with Nako. Yes. Uh, which, two spies. Yeah. Yeah, man. Which was not our wedding song. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a great day, man. And, and I see that Nako is touring and he's posting all of his yeah. concerts. 
uh, touring abroad right now. And that just, it gets me really excited yeah. because he's the one musician that I've really gotten into a personal story behind. Usually it's like, oh, enjoy their music, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, you know, I've, I've followed him because you I look up to him, him as a man. Bro, you met him. Right. And, yes, you looked up to him. Yeah, I've spoken him. with him. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's that's <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, man. It's cool. And, and I'm just really happy for him and, and for myself, I'm not going to lie, to see him touring again because yeah. I will attend multiple of his shows. Dude. And, basically, we've done <clears throat> business deals with yeah. Naco. Yeah, once we meet face to face, we'll we'll close it out, baby. Well, I mean, we have. I mean, we got permission to use his. Right. To use his. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. See yeah, <laughs> for sure. Absolutely, man. It's cool. I've seen those clips, man, and it is cool to see. Um, I'd be interested to know if he's he's coming around this way. Feel like he's out of the country touring. Yeah, he's touring abroad. He's. Uh, I think he's just left Spain last night. I forget where he's going to be at tonight. Touring abroad. Yeah. Small crowds, dude. That's the. That's the best thing about his concerts. It's like intimate crowd. It's very intimate, very heart open people from all walks of life. And it's just, it's really cool to see people just open. Yeah. You really, I mean, all people know that go to see live music, you really feel that energy. Yeah. And you can, and that's the purpose behind the music, you know, is the energy. And you can, you can just, you can feel it when you're there. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's intense. It is. It's, it's great. Yeah, it is. Great. Yeah, man. Yep. So, yeah, it was a good day. A lot of Nako on uh, Pandora. Yeah. I don't pay for it, but not, uh, Pandora was ripping them out. So I don't yeah. get to choose the songs is why I'm making mention of that is it just randomly chooses my yeah. songs. And I have, a, it's a Nako station, but usually it plays all kinds of shit mm. because I, any song that comes on there that I like, I like, doesn't keep it to the genre. Yeah. And, uh, it played about eight of his songs today. Yeah. Usually I hear like one, maybe. It was nice. Fire. It was nice. So the intro was like, ah, oh, yes. Feeling it. Vibing. For sure, man. It's been a good day. I, uh, <clears throat> I felt like my uh, AI on uh, on my way home was just hitting accordingly as well. Yeah. Dude, it was it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I use uh, YouTube music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so you can like, you know, it has the same things like you can like and stuff Dislike like that. And, skip and then it'll, you know, um, give you things, uh, suggest things accordingly. And yeah, it's pretty, pretty on point today. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. I'm like, I'm, I, I like the AI. Like, it's it caters like, to you. It, it does. It it's like, to you. you know, because on the way home, it's like, I have, I literally spent, spent my brain today, like, um, just mapping out different things and just it was uh, mentally i was about drained when i left work today and the like as simple as it may seem but as dangerous dangerous as it can be but i do it like to pick a song while you know while i'm driving like on the way home like i do have like a holder so i do try to make it as safe as possible like right right there next to my steering wheel but like it just takes so much brain power. So like when the AI like recommended a song and like automatically played it and I was like, dude, this is fire. Like it was just like, I literally was like, thank you. Right. Like that was, that was sweet. Thank you, Siri. Yeah. That was oh, yeah. nice. That was nice. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Hey, there's light and dark to everything. Man. Yeah. It can be a great convenience. It, it was. Yeah, I guess it's all in how you look at it. A great convenience or an intrusion of privacy. It is man. And, and you know, I'm just trying, I'm trying to be better at not separate, like, putting the judgment on one or two like right like 
Bro, you know, if you have any sort of social media, like you're, you're everywhere. You, every human on this planet is everywhere. Is everywhere. <laughs> it's like, bro, there, there's no such thing. Well, maybe as, not everywhere. I mean, yeah, there is such thing as some sort of privacy, but like it's, it's gone. Not in our country, brother. Yeah. It's <laughs> in third world countries where they don't have technology to track them. Yes. True. Oh, well, you know, what are you going to do? Burn down 5G towers and shit? That would be crazy. Don't do that. They're probably not, not burned down. That's a horrible idea. Probably made out of material that you can't burn down. Right. <laughs> they got them disguised as uh, pine trees and shit. It's probably made you know of reinforced right. steel. Right. Do they really? Yeah, they really That's do. Hilarious. Why? So they're more aesthetically pleasing. Right. Yeah. So you don't know they're there. Yeah. <laughs> So you start melting. You're like, yeah. Hey, what is going until on? Until ninety eight percent of the population has brain cancer from yeah. earbuds and cell phones to their head. <laughs> yeah. I I like Bleak using outlook. the um the wired headphones for that reason. But I mean, I still use my wireless headphones. But when I can, yeah, I like to use the wireless or the wired ones. Yeah. yeah. I had to get away from. I need to get some kind of music device that I don't have access to my phone. Like my text and my social media and shit. Like an old iPod. That would be sweet mm. if it just had music on it. Yeah. But like between sets, man, if I have my phone, I'll like check my Facebook or check my Instagram yeah. or check my emails, yep. check cryptocurrency. Every fucking app on the phone between my sets between. I'm checking. And yeah, then yeah. if I hit on something, yeah. it's like five minutes before I do another rep and I'm that asshole sitting on the equipment looking at his phone. It's like, dude, just leave that shit in your locker. Dude. In apps you haven't checked in like months. Yeah, you know, just it's like you're like, why do I even what, have this fucking? What am app? I looking at right now? Why did I do this? It's good for like that one moment in time where it's like convenient. Like, oh, I could use that, and yeah. then you get it. <laughs> it doesn't, and I have the perfect. Example. <laughs> I have the perfect example actually. The most retarded app you could ever think of. I just got a new car, and I thought the speedometer was off. I'm like, there's no way I'm going this fast. So I downloaded a speedometer app on my phone to yeah. track the speed on GPS, and it was it was right. Dead on, huh? But yeah, it's one of those apps, yeah, now right. that we mention it, wow. I just got yesterday. <laughs> huh. um, dude, I feel like I've had to use one of those. We used one um, in Doug's Suburban. Didn't have a, a oh, yeah. speedometer. Yeah. All right. Yep. Those things yeah, are pretty, they pretty have them for a reason. It's pretty cool. See, but it just goes to show you how well they track you. <laughs> yeah. You didn't think you were... So you thought you were going faster? No, I thought I was going slower. slower. And I thought it was climbing too quick, but I don't know. I don't know if it's the size of the car or what, but it feels like it's just floating. Yeah. It's like a boat. Yeah, it is a boat. <laughs> it really it's a, does. It's a badass boat. Thank you, brother. Dude, the, the, I bet the suspension and everything is just <coughs> tremendous in the newer cars. Yeah, it, it rides pretty. It rides pretty smooth. Yeah, um, yeah, not what I was looking at, but like we talked about, man, the market is crazy, man. Yeah, like we talked about the apartments being crazy, stupid high for rent, and then for all you listening that are unaware and haven't looked for a car, we went out looking at the King's Auto Mall, and there was stuff backlog like three, six, eight months, like new cars. Yeah, it's like holy that's, shit. That's man. I still just that's like on. I don't understand that. I mean, that's <laughs> what happens strange. when you shut down the country and manufacturing and yeah. shit and like put all these regulations because of a pandemic, you know? So just, I guess, 
It'd be interesting to look into, but I guess just, yeah, no cars are. Yeah, no, nobody's working, you know. Yeah. People are at home quarantining and shit. The, there was a microchip the, uh, yeah, shortage. The, was the, a huge one. The microchip thing was big. Um, are, do you know, are people still, is anyone in the United States still at home quarantining? I'm sure there are, bro. Yeah. I'm sure there's people still in their bunkers. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wonder. Dude, if... there are people that live in bunkers on a daily just because they're that man. scared, man. People, I don't know. People, some people live in fear. There's extremes of every situation. But... Yeah. I, f- I, f- I mean, I feel like you're right. I don't know. But that was a thought I just had. <clears throat> I bet there are. I bet there are still people. Yeah. I mean, I think California is still, like, enforcing distance policies and shit a super liberal state all right yeah well, that's neither here nor there nope definitely <laughs> not at the round table <laughs> yeah we don't talk about politics <laughs> <laughs> not even if there's a fire <laughs> swear i won't <laughs> oh man this week we got another question episode for you so Decided to look for some introspective questions on the fly. And did this page popped up seventy five of them, and it's got broken down into different categories like relationships and um, self reflective questions. And is it one through one through seventy five? Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm so gonna, I'm gonna go in blind. You gonna go in blind? Yeah. Okay. Just, just pick You're a just number, pick right? A number? Yeah. Either that or you can look through and see if there's one you want to ask me. Either way. I think to make it fun. All right. Let's do it. Mm. Go ahead. Pick a number then. I'm going to go with the old Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. 23. All right. What role do you expect your partner to play in your life? Oh, man. <laughs> These what are good a, ones, dude, right? What a great <laughs> what one. What a doozy, huh? So I I had kind of answered this question earlier. Uh, Sunday, I went to have coffee with a dude that I work with. Yeah. Um, he kind of asked me a similar question. So what role do I expect? That's the question, right? Um, what role do you expect your partner to play in your life? So I... The way the simple answer I have is, um, in which she does, but she needs to split life with me. Yeah, like it is. um, You know, it's it's tough. You know, to to live life with with everything going on, Um, and you know, with with house and cars and and different things financially. Financially, yeah. So. she just splits splits life with me and i and i think that's that's what i would expect out, out of my partner like on the financial side but also on the on the playing side like here's another good example like this weekend um kayla knew i was excited to watch the game <clears throat> and um she got off work early and she was like hey i got off work early work early i'll go to the grocery while i'm already out and, you know, you can just hang out and do whatever you need to do at the house and watch the game. I was like, dude. Score. Split life. Right. See what I'm saying? Like, right. I was getting ready to go. Like, with, that was our whole plan. Like, I was going to go while she was at work. She right. got off early. She's like, hey, I know you're excited. You can chill, do what you need to do. And I'll go to the grocery. I got off work early. 
like score. So that's nice, you know. Um, and you know, to <clears throat> to really be like be there for me. I'm a person that requires, um, I think, a lot of emotional connection. Um, with with her, she's my partner. She's the one that is always there. Right. Um. So like, you know, I I expect a lot of communication. Um. Or at least, yeah, on both ends. Um. But my ability to express myself, um, because I express myself a lot, and. I need and expect somebody there that can handle who I am. Um, and she she does that. Um, I think, you know, I think those were my my expectations, I think, of, uh, of my partner. I think I can say it like in a past tense because that's what she fulfills. Right. Like that's. It's just life now. Yeah. It's just, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, it's life now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I expect her to the exact same, you know, again, communication, tell me how she feels. I tell, you know, kind of the same thing. I tell her how I feel, um, just be completely loving and unconditional towards each other. Right. Cause there's a lot of situations, especially in a marriage where it, things could be conditional, you know? Um, so yeah. And, uh, just somebody that's going to support me no matter what. Like yeah. when I, when I believe something and when I have made up my mind, no one's really going to talk me out of it. Right. And I just need support at that point. And yeah. Hey Amen. I know that feel. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a good answer. Brother. Those would be my expectations. That's what's up. Yeah. And I think Fulfilled. that, uh, I think she does that. And I think through those things, you know, I feel things like love. I feel, um, you know, all the emotions. But, you know, and those are the ways that, that I receive love. Um, so, yeah. Beautiful, man. Yeah, thank you. Beautiful. Do you want to take a second to answer it? Yeah, or sure. You, go ahead. I um man, I really like these questions. Yeah, they're good. I, I, I'm like looking at them as we're I as we're that. talking. Um, for me, the biggest thing for my partner is I I expect my partner to take care of themselves. Mm. So I've talked about it openly. When Brittany was a floor nurse, um, life was very stressful for her. Yeah, she's dealing with death every every day. You know, fifteen hour shifts. It was very very rough on her mental health yeah. and and her physical being. You know. Yeah. And dude, she's a boss. Yeah. And um, she's really starting to take care of herself now. For and, sure. and her and I are coming back together, you know. Mm-hmm. So for me, I don't I'm not a um a person that needs much affection. Like I'm words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. That's my love language. Mm-hmm. So I could not see you for a year. Just tell me you love me and that I'm awesome. And I'll feel your love. You know, mm-hmm. that's how my love tank is filled. And um so I expect my partner to just take care of themselves. Mm. You know, I don't, I don't need much from my partner. I'm very independent, very like, like my solitude, like to do my thing, Oh, yes. uh, you know, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't need a lot from my partner. Just take care of yourself. Um, be the best version of yourself because that's what I'm always going to try to bring to the table. That's a good one. And, um, you know, that doesn't mean you have to be perfect because 
dude i fucking suck a lot a lot of well, things. yeah yeah i just want i don't want to you, come across as arrogant but you have I, to suck in order to be the best version of yourself right you yeah because you're not going to learn part of the equation for sure for sure but um yeah man i just and she does man she's starting to step into that now she's got a a much more relaxed job monday through friday mm. eight hour shifts like home every night for dinner home with the kids the not life bed. or death not life or death it's really changed our lives, man. So, um, you know, for the last few years, I, I wouldn't say expectation, but like deep desire for her to just take care of herself. Like, yeah. Forget about me and the kids. I'm That's a, cool. I'm a damn good father. The kids are always taken care of. Just focus on yourself, baby. Yeah. You know, and. And that's what I would always say to her. Like, you know, you're, you're worrying about the house and all this other shit. Everything is good. I promise you. Yeah. And um, she's stepping into it, man. That's so, what's up. Um, yeah. Just expect my partner to take care of themselves. That's and, a great and, answer, man. Yeah. Thank you, brother. And um, everything is just fucking magical from there. Yeah. You know, because all you got to do is maintain yourself. Mm-hmm. And you and I are going to coexist perfectly, you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah. yeah, man, it's been good. It's been good. Yeah. Because, you know, in order to do anything, you have to take care of yourself. Yeah. In it, order to <laughs> love anybody, to be loved, to, mm-hmm. to do anything, really, you have to take care of yourself. It's where it all starts because your ability to love yourself is your ability to love everybody around you. If you can't find love for yourself, it's going to be very difficult to manage relationships. Super. So. Super tough. But she's, dude, she's an amazing woman. That's awesome. Yeah. It's been good, man. You've been along for the ride, man. It's been yeah. a bumpy road for the last few years. Yeah. And, man, with this job shift for the last three months, her and I have just been like yeah. puppy love again. Yeah. Clicking. Yeah. More time. More, <coughs> more relax, sex. More, more re- relaxation. All the yeah. good stuff. All the good stuff. All the good feels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. Life is good. So um, that's a good question, huh? Yes. Good one to start. Mm-hmm. Start off the rip. <coughs> Um, what do you guys expect from your partners? It's a good question. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I got you. I thought you were asking me. I, sorry, I'm re- half retarded. It's okay. I mean, just half slow. It's yeah, fine. half slow. It's okay. All good. <laughs> uh, let's go with number. Oh, my, I don't know why my like middle school football number is popping into my head. Number fifty-two. Oh, dude, that was super close to me. I was always fifty. all right when was the last time you stepped out of your comfort zone and when can you do it again oh shit oh man that's a good question i would probably say Diving into the business world is me getting out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, I, although I haven't, I'm, I'm leery to say it because it hasn't gone too far in the process. Uh, but that makes me really uncomfortable talking about investing in it and yeah. starting an own business. Yeah. Um, but probably the the ultra marathon was the like last one where it's like, holy fuck, this yeah. is going to be really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and the next opportunity is next month. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be uncomfortable because I, I feel good, but I haven't been running like I should be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting 10, 15 miles a week, yeah. but stuff, man. Yeah. 
this stuff with a family and shit. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm going to go run for three hours. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. And then I got the podcast tomorrow, and then I got baseball the next day. <laughs> Dude, things just. And then Cole's got soccer. Yeah. I'm making an excuse. Cause now I you got five days a week of work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it adds up. But you know what? What I've really been thinking about is because I have been lifting with my legs mm-hmm. and making my legs a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. And what I've learned from running the couple long distance races is at at one point, if you can keep your heart rate down, at one point, it's just all mental. Yep. Your body doesn't exist anymore. It's just fucking going through the motion. Like, it doesn't mean it's not going to hurt. But right. You know how to breathe through it and have a couple other techniques that are weird to me or not weird to me, but work for me that may sound weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. 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 At a certain point, it just, the pain isn't a thing. Yeah. You know, it's past that. Yeah. Like in the, and that's, it's just not a, it's not a thing anymore. Yeah. I mean, I felt that like in the, in the marathon, like, but I mean, there was just a point where, I knew no matter how strong my legs were or weren't like, cause I hadn't really trained much before that one. Right. It was heavy into it. And then there's like months leading up to it. Like it just dwindled. Right. So kind of the same thing, but like I knew my legs were strong enough at one point, it was just going to be pain. Right. And it was a matter of like, am I going to accept that and just move on? Or am I going to quit? quit? Good thing about those long races, man, you get so fucking far out there. Like even if you fucking quit, you <laughs> I mean, you still got to go those extra miles to get back to where you were. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So at that point, it's like, well, I better just keep pushing. Yeah. And that's how you get through. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's that's how I mean, that's how I got through the marathon. It's like, I mean, because the thought of quitting, it was it was close. I was literally looking for exits and it was like it was close. But I was like, dude, <clears throat> just keep going. Right. <laughs> that, that was a brutal one. It was. That was a really brutal one. Yeah. Oh, what about you, brother? Um. Well, I would say the last time that I got, the last time I went out of my comfort zone was getting off the medication. So that was the last time. Yeah. Um. The next time will be <laughs> Nora, <laughs> Nora coming the into the, coming into the world. Um. And that will be somewhere around November. Um, November 8th is her due date. Um, but yeah, I don't, there's, there's like some like 4% of babies land on their actual due date. Right. It might even be less than that, but <clears throat> November 8th. But hey, uh, Libra baby. I've heard, I've heard so many different stories. Like I was a month over, uh, over my due date. Oh, and then, damn. yeah. And I was a small baby too. Six, That's six pounds. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I've heard babies like nine, ten pounds, like a couple of weeks early, like just waver so much. Everybody's unique, brother. Yeah, I'm like, how do you how do you guys come up with that birthday? It's just like a cluster. Yeah. <laughs> What's so, the average? So I'll get to I'll get to do that again here in a couple months. So <laughs> some major ones, man. <laughs> Giant ones, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. F yeah. And then after that, you know, we'll we'll see what happens after that. But those are the two that I'm pretty much focused on right now. Yep. Those are some good ones. Mm-hmm. Cheers to that, brother. I know we've talked in length about those. Right. <clears throat> so, 
Um, let's go with pick a number, any number. Hmm. Why are basketball players coming to me right now? Like, I don't know why I looked over there, but <laughs> basketball players like, are coming. Uh, to me. All right, uh, thirty-two. Magic. Yeah, and then uh, wasn't Shaq? Yeah. Oh yeah, the Shaq, diesel was Shaqosaurus. <laughs> are you introverted, extroverted, or somewhere in between? I would say I'm introverted, um, with a little spice of extroverted, with the ability to be extroverted, but I would say mostly introverted. I love spending time at my house. I love it. It's like my my place. Um, I don't I don't go out often, and I would say like. An introvert is probably someone that that doesn't go out into society often and do things. Um, now, there obviously I go to the grocery and stuff like that, but like you said, Kayla did <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I'm, just with you. I'm just fucking with you. Go ahead. Yep, freaking with you. I'm just freaking with you. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, uh, never mind. Just go on. <laughs> just keep moving. Shut up, Chad. Um, damn it, introvert. Oh, love your house. Yeah, so I would say I'm I'm more of an introvert. Um, I like to yeah chill in my house. Um, and then I immediately think of work where I have to be extremely Social extrovert. Yeah. yeah, like it's it's there's the spice. Yeah, there there's the spice. Yeah. Um, every now and again, you know, I can turn it on. I'll come out, you know, to to a social event. Yeah, uh, you know, bowling or whatever the case is. I'll, I'll go out every once in a while. Um. So yeah, there's there's a little spice there, um, but for the most part, I love time to myself or a couple couple of people with me. Yeah, not a big group person yeah. is a better way to put that. Yeah, yeah, I I like very <coughs> not a whole bunch of energy going on. I can only I can only do so much in that type of atmosphere. Yeah. I guess that's maybe why I come home and I'm like I'm trying to shut down because right. I've been in energy all day long. Right. So, but I have fun. I have fun in it, but I would definitely consider myself more introverted yeah. than extroverted. I would agree with that as your bestie. I'm definitely introverted too. I would say that's not the truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? That go is on. not the truth, <laughs> you guys. Uh, I think people probably know that about me, whether it's from the past or from now. I do, I do tend to be a little more introverted when I first get into new environments because I like to observe. Um, but once I get a feel for people and the environment and the mood, then it's like flying, chat, engage. Yeah. It's like, hey, how are you? What's up? Hey, yeah. what are you doing? Hey, yeah. what's your name? <laughs> we did make a joke the other day that you could literally meet every person in a uh, festival. So. <laughs> yeah, I think I did meet everybody at Envision the first time I went. And you, you definitely could. I'll vouch for that all day long. <clears throat> Man, I, I just, uh, yeah, I'm an extrovert. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really enjoy meeting new people and... Um, I think it's because for the longest time in my life, I was so closed off, man, through high school, through the Marine Corps. Like if you weren't in my immediate circle, I didn't fucking talk to you. It makes sense. I just didn't. I didn't have anything to say to you. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't have anything to offer that way. That's why I didn't talk to people. True. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 
And that's just how I experienced life growing up till I was about uh, probably in my late 20s, man. Just closed off, kind of resting bitch face, just kind of always looked mad type of dude out in public. I don't know. I didn't talk to people. Um, But then, you know, life started changing. My heart started opening up. And now it's like trying to play catch up for all the people I didn't meet. You know what I'm (laughs) saying? It's like now it's like, hey, what's your name? What's your story? Tell me all about yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, man, I'm definitely a a big extrovert now. Like I, I welcome uniqueness and all the shit that I ignored my whole life. So I would definitely say that's true. Thank you, brother. Yeah. We balance each other well. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I, <laughs> I had to stop myself a few times from thinking like, man, I was like complete opposite in high school. Like, Hey, how are you? What's your name? What are you? Right. Yeah. What are you about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Interesting. Life is beautiful, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is. And you know, there's a lot of, yeah, a lot of connections. I was, you know, oh, yeah, I was very extroverted. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. But true. Strange but true. Um, where are we at? Oh, yeah. Let's do uh, number 17. One seven. One seven. The number right before the biggest birthday. One of the biggest birthdays of your life. 18. Number 17. What is it that makes you feel valued in your relationships? Oh, man. Being a words of affirmation, just people affirming that they see me, you know, verbally. I need that verbal feedback because yeah. of my love language being words. Yeah. So when my wife tells me, hey, you know, I really appreciate you doing X, Y, and Z, or I really appreciate you, whatever, mm-hmm. that makes me feel valued. Gotcha. Being seen verbally, like I need it vocalized. I don't need you to give me physical touch or gifts or anything like that. Just tell me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, they see me then. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think, man, if you're unfamiliar with love languages, there's a book. You need to go check out the book because it explains so much about how you fill your love tank and you can learn about your partner if they don't share the same. And you f- you're like, man, I'm doing everything in my power to connect with my partner. But if you're speaking your love language to your partner, that's love language is different than then they're not going to receive your best effort just unless they're aware of, of how you're giving your love. But chances are, if you guys are missing, you guys should pick up that book and learn about each other. Yeah. You know, and it was a huge step in my relationship. I I haven't read the the book, but I've read like, you know, the footnotes and like the, the general purpose of it all. And yeah, I mean, you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know. Right. You know, so that's when I started asking the questions, even to myself. Yeah. How do I accept? How do I give? How do I receive? Right. It's a good one. It's it, a, it's a it good is, thing man. to add to the repertoire. It can only help. For sure. Knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. Knowledge is power. And man, Brittany and I, I give that example because that's what I lived. Like, I used to tell Brittany all the time, how amazing, how beautiful, how smart, how incredible of a woman she is. But her love language is time. Mm. 
So when I'm doing podcasts and then baseball and then Cole's got soccer and then uh, poker night, Friday night with the guys and, yeah. you know, it's like, I'm not giving her love language of time. Yeah. So it's like, I tell you every day, every night, how amazing you are, how much I love you. Yeah. It was my love language, not hers. Yeah. So it was a huge boost in our relationship once yeah. we figured that out. Yeah. Now we can understand each other. Like they're, they are loving me, yeah. you know, plus you can add some spice of, their love language. That makes sense. So, hmm. nice. All stuff to to boost your relationship. You know, you just like anything else in life, you've got to work at it. It's mm-hmm. gonna fucking suck sometimes. It's gonna be hard. Yep. You're gonna want to quit. You just like jobs, just like sports, just like anything. Yeah. You get to a point where you're like, start to, oh man, what the fuck? This yeah. is this sucks. This is hard. Yeah, this is hard. But you got to keep working. If you want anything worth shit in your life, you have to work for it. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. I think people throw away good things too soon, man. Yeah. In in every aspect of their life. Yeah. You know? Like, fuck it, I'll get a new one. It'll be shiny. Yeah. It's like, well, you had a better one before. But But it was going to take a little bit of time. A little bit of work. Mm. Yeah, man. I hear you on that. Yeah, I'm guilty as shit of that. Not necessarily with relationships, but like. Items, material shit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So we all got a little bit of it in us. Yeah, I mean, it's easy. It's easy these days. Yeah, it's easy. So, so how do you feel, value, my guy? I guess this is kind of a repeat of the first one, huh? How do I feel valued? I get a lot of value from relationships when. Like, I don't really know how to necessarily package this into one statement, but like, I get a lot of value from like people that will, like, if people, if someone's close to me, um, and like they say something and it holds true. Yeah. I don't really know what to call that. Um, integrity yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And it, if you and see it, someone yeah being having integrity. yeah that, that thank you yes that's a, that's exactly what i mean um so integrity is a is a big one for me because i feel like i as myself and the person in the relationship give my best self that i can give mm-hmm. so like i think the integrity of the other person is like to do to do the same thing and when i see that um you know, kind of like how people see you. Yeah. Like when I see that, it like, <coughs> I just, I value that relationship a lot more. Yeah. Um, and that's like, that's like one of the biggest things to me. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why, but it's like, I, I value that so much. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I think about it a lot. I'm like, did, did someone like, you know, tell me things when I was a kid. And right. Like, Trust issues and like, from childhood. <laughs> you know, honestly, most of our wounds stem from our early childhood. I, I was, I was, you know, I was listening to Gabor Mate. Um, oh, yeah. You know, before Brilliant. you came over and he's on the new Rogan and that's his, you know, that's his theory. And, you know, I, I would, I would agree with that theory uh, with a, um, like a caveat of like, but I don't think it's, and what I got to do a better job of is I don't really think it's anyone's fault. Right. Like, um, I think we may live in a toxic environment sometimes, but like, I don't think it's really anyone's fault. Like, um, but it happens. 
like nobody knew what was going on. You know, we all do the best that we can, all those kinds of things. But the reality is, is like we're learning some toxic traits to teach our children and and act towards our children or not act for that matter. Like some crazy stuff has gone on in the last few years. And so he talked a lot about that, about childhood trauma. That's that's his thing. Yeah. yeah. Addiction, all that. So um so yeah, I yeah, I often wonder that. Yeah. And um because it is such a, a trigger for me these days. I'm like when integrity's gone, I'm just like Yeah. What What's a man this, without is, his word? What right? is this even worth anymore? Right. I literally have those thoughts. Yeah. yeah. It's a powerful lesson to teach the youth, man. You're you're only as good as your word. Mm-hmm. Or I yeah, guess your is. action to take it a step further. You're and, always good at and, your action. And you know, your word may be wrong sometimes. Yeah. And when you take self accountability for that, dude, I I freaking um I definitely almost said the F word there. <laughs> because that's how much I value it. You right. know, like that, you know, when we get in character, like when we really value something, that's when we cuss and stuff, yeah. you know. Fuck yeah. It's just because we have so much passion towards for it. For sure. You know? So I yeah, I almost said it there because that's how much I value it. Like yeah. it's a lot to me. It's powerful, man. Yeah. It's powerful. That's a great answer, brother. Thanks, dude. That's a great answer. Did I just pick that? No. Um, I yeah, you picked. 17. You picked the number. Yep. All right. What you got, my guy? All right. So let's go with um. Let's go seventy-five. What about getting a good education is most important to you? <laughs> That's like a, a question I should ask Cole. That's oh man, um, dude, that is funny. We just had we that conversation. Literally just talked about the podcast. Um, <laughs> all right. So, what is important about an education to me? That's the question. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like um, these days an education like is important i don't it's not important to me but i think an education is important to to come into life with some sort of shot at things like what we were talking about earlier is coming out of college some of these kids are making at least the ones i see in this area yeah are starting at at least the least i've seen is like fifty four thousand. You know, 75, you know, I've seen that regularly, 100, 125, 150. These are like engineers. These are kids that have went to four-year colleges that, you know, have degrees and all kinds of stuff. But, I mean, it's just, you know, when you get put in that kind of realm, in that kind of money. um, Wait, what was the question again? Why is a good education important for you? Then, um, then it, it starts to become very important because it puts you in this like stage of like you can enjoy life. You're you're making financially. 60, financially, yeah. I mean, it open finances open a lot of doors. It does. Right. I mean, that's that's reality. Yeah. I mean, and when you, you know, when you make that kind of money, I mean, it's you know dealing with the stressors of all that stuff is is a little bit easier i mean you have the ability to do things outside of work you can take care of this or that and, and it's just not an added stressor to right it you don't have to stress about something breaking and shit yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 that's 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 what i think um i you know education in general is, is important because you know you got to obviously you got to know the english language like that's you know you're not going to get very far if you don't if you don't know that Right. Um, so I think a general education is, is very important. Right. 
but education in the sense of like furthering it to like then produce a life and all that kind of stuff. I think that's really the only thing it is applicable towards. Yeah. Is is mo money. Mo money. Mo and money, there are so problems. many other ways to make money. That's not what I'm saying. I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. It, it's definitely going to give you a leg up when it comes to the financial start of life. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. And, you know, I think you made a good point on as far as um, educating yourself doesn't have to be through a university or something, you know, like yeah. education is reading books like we do. Yeah. You know, education is watching those YouTube videos about something you have no fucking clue about. Like, yeah. Once you stop growing, you start dying. Mm -hmm. So if you're not continuing your education in some shape or form and you're That's just true. repeating every day as a groundhog That's day, true. you think about it in the terms of a computer. If you're running Windows 2004 on your 2022 computer, you're out of date. Yeah. You know, when you're running old programming, you're going to be slower in life. Things are going to come to you a lot slower and shit. So you got to update. You got to educate yourself. Yeah. You know, or have Groundhog's Day every day. Yeah, you know, get up, go to work, come home, watch your TV shows, go to bed, do it again. That's a that's a great point. Um, be, because you're right, and you know, I completely looked at it like in one aspect. You know, yeah. that's that's a that's a very true point because at you know whatever age I started educating myself on um, how to be a better human. Boom, and that's really what my focus has been, and what will continue to be. Um, for the rest of my life and um, and that you know so yeah that that's very important that's the most powerful education you can get yeah is your self-work education yeah. learn how to take care of yourself people yeah. learn and stop ignoring the information you already know yeah <laughs> you know I'm just as guilty you know I know shit is bad for me and I do it anyways oh dude that's it's just some people just like every Every vice is their vice. Right. You know, every unhealthy vice, I guess you should say. Vice is two vices. Yeah. Yeah. Pills for pills. Pills for pills, yeah. man. Oh, I heard a good statistic today. Um, 70%, oh, man, I wish I would have wrote it down. 70% of, I don't know, I want to say young adults in America are on at least one prescription medication. Wow, dude, that's sad. That sucks, dude. So that's what he was talking about as far as like toxic world and toxic environment. Like um, if you were to take a culture like, in, you know, in biology or whatever, and you have this culture and there was like a disease that infected this culture, like you would say that's a infected and uh, toxic culture. Right. right. So like, you know, what he <laughs> says is like, well, let's look at us like that. Uh, yeah. Like, we're all individual sick. cells. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're, you know, some of us, most of us are sick. And we're just treating it with anything and everything, yeah. is what he's saying. So that that made that made sense to me. Whatever the TV tells us, right? Man, it's crazy. I don't even understand it sometimes. But yeah, you know, what, all we can do is educate ourselves. Boom! There, back to the education. Educate yourself on the on the truth of life and yeah. see behind the curtain of what's really going on as far as like the shit that's being put in our food that's leading to mental illness to the to the all kinds of shit the education system you yeah. know pushing old shit fake shit pushing heroes that were actually horrible people yeah. um yeah man it, life has been one big lie if you buy into the mainstream narrative of things you a lot know of it has. i'm not just talking about news just like 
what the collective is fed. Yeah. It's shit. Yeah, it's completely <laughs> changed. It's all fast right at the fingertips. It's to make you sick, right? Yeah. Yeah. To make you sick, but also make you to a make, customer. You, make you comfortable. Yeah, a comfortable customer. I think that's the... Miko agrees. Yeah, he's with like, that. I feel that. Yeah, dude. He's like, I feel you guys. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's what I think it's about. It's all all comfort. Um, and it, it it's it's crazy because you can control comfortable people, man. Yeah. Um, you definitely can because they have no discipline. Yeah, there's there's no desire for growth, so you don't need discipline. Mm-hmm. You just exist. Mm-hmm. No, in comfort lies no discipline. All right, it's, they're not friends. No, at all. Nope. Man, I got back to reading today, yeah. and uh, yeah, uh, like dedic, like um, intentional. Yeah. Uh, I spent 15 minutes this morning and um, read my campaign's book, and uh, just a dude, just a super good lesson in it, man. Yeah. Yeah, like most of the roads. Um, basically that you're going to take that are worth taking are you're going to take alone. Yeah. You know, they're like, there'll be people with you along the way, stuff like that. But like, you know, dark times are what you're going to experience most and you're going to experience a lot of them by yourself. Like, so you either keep going. And what I mean by that is dude, just his schedule is intense, bro. When he was a young hunter, (coughs) he said he would get off work at four o'clock in the afternoon, drive 12 hours to go somewhere hunting like so that would mean no maybe 10 or something like that but get to his camp at like one in the morning then walk like 10 to 12 miles into the woods where nobody else was and then start hunting all right he's like i wouldn't sleep for two days and then i would come back monday morning um and go straight to work yeah like so he was like my friend used to go to me with me all the time his buddy and then he uh, moved away, and then it was just him, and he couldn't talk anybody else into it. And if he did, no one else really listened or cared, Like, and they were just one and done. So he was like, I'm just going to do this by myself. All right. And the second that he realized that, is he said, like, basically, that's when it all took off. He's like, I'm going to do this alone. doesn't matter if people come with me or not, but this is why I'm doing it. And dude, became the best bow hunter ever. Boom. Yeah. So... I don't know what made me think of that, but felt good Re- today. Reading, but, educating yourself. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, and there were a lot of what well, felt like, you know, paths alone today. Yeah. So it, was, it came up quite often. Yeah. How perfect. <laughs> it was great. It's like the book knew your day ahead of you. It was, uh, it was great. <laughs> Loved it. Yeah. 10 to 12 miles into the woods, Dixon, off you go. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> You know, man, that's, it's just, I just respect who he is and what he does because everything that he does is for, is for bow hunting. Like he just has a passion for it, but he like lifts, you know, like a crazy person runs like a, like a crazy person. I mean, has, he's a family man. Like he's just incredible. So shout out campaigns. Yep. Thanks for listening. Keep hammering, right? Yeah. That's his motto. Yeah, I sent him something like I thought was like cute one time yeah. or like, you know, slick. And I was like, keep Cameron. Keep Cameron. Keep Cameron. <laughs> I think his name. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <clears throat> he saw it. No reply. I bet he's still Cameron, though. 
Yes, he is. <laughs> That's almost, dude, even better. I didn't even think about it like that. That's even deeper. Yeah, man. Because he'll always be Cameron. He's like, you know what? You're right, Eric Dixon. Yep. I'm going to keep Cameron. Yep, I'm going to change my whole thing. Hashtag Cameron. Yep, keep Cameron. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. 29. 29. We're going to go with, what does a successful, healthy relationship look like to you? <laughs> Let me pick a different one. I feel like we've gone over the relationship twice. We've killed the relationship. <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's It's been... Okay, go ahead. Let's well, 47. Do you agree? Or yeah, you no, I agree. That? Yeah, okay, I, I think those like are... I'll just repeat myself. Yeah. This is a good one. What is the kindest thing I can do for myself when I'm not okay? Oh. The kindest thing I do for myself is separate myself from, from everything. Solitude is what I do. Yeah. For myself, mm-hmm. um, for everybody, really, yeah. because when you're off center, you make bad decisions. You react. You don't respond. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing good comes from being off center. So when I'm not feeling myself, I separate. I pray and I breathe. Mm. Those are the three that, if I'm really feeling off, where my family's feeling it, it's like okay, I'm gonna go. I usually take a hot shower, mm. sit in my closet, take some deep breaths, and just start talking to the universe or God or I call God. Mm-hmm. I call it God, you know, mm-hmm. the omnipresence energy that is all around us. And I just, I say, sorry, mm-hmm. ask for forgiveness. If there's something I need forgiveness for, um, give great gratitude for all the things that I do have in my life, both good and bad. Cause you gotta be grateful for the, the tough times mm-hmm. because our, like we've talked about a million times, they're your greatest teachers. Yeah. So gratitude through prayer and then just solitude, man. And then I come out completely recentered, back in my heart space, loving. And um, yeah, man, makes me feel better. Yeah. A lot better. Yeah. Get out of the get out of the noise for a little bit. Yeah. Sh- showers are big, man. Showers right. are, I think people underestimate the cleansing power of water and just like taking a hot, cold, whatever you prefer. But for me it's like a hot and then finish with cold and it's just like reset. I love it. I would completely agree with you, man. I, that's one of the, my favorite things to do um, is is take a hot shower. I mean, especially when I'm not okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That is, you know, um, shower is, is always a place I've seen where I can, I can get cries out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they just, what they wash away. Right. You know, physically and you know, metaphorically, right? With the water, yeah, wash down my body. Like it's, it's always been a great place for me to get that out. Yeah, man, um, it's powerful. Yeah, so that's usually where I land when I'm when I'm not okay, right? In the shower. Yeah, yeah. It's it's usually a really safe place because you're not mm-hmm. usually in the shower with people. I mean, yeah, you, you do with your spouse from time to time, but. Like that's like a man's throne sitting on the shitter, you know, the shower is like your space. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all very kind things, you know, separating and, and then, you know, tuning in with yourself. Yeah. Breathing, cleansing, praying. Yeah. Praying. Praying is a bit relaxing, calming yourself, breathing. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Box I, breathing usually. Yeah. Yeah. That's my go-to. Breath yeah. Yeah. Exercise. Yeah. It's just it's it's focused breathing. Yeah. I mean, it's you conscious. Know, yeah, and you you literally have to be conscious of it. It's not like you can consciously breathe and then do something else. Right. I I don't think I can let my mind wander <coughs> when I. Not when, when you're trying that. to keep count. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's keeping you away from those things that you're not being kind to yourself about. Right. Getting you out of that energy. For sure, man. Focus, forced focus. Um, I would say that the kindest thing that I could do for myself when I'm not okay um, here lately is just remind myself that that's okay. Um, because, you know, I think we, we live in a majority of a society where people don't show their true emotions. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying it's anyone's fault, but like, I mean, there aren't too many like people going through a rough time on, on Facebook or at least like that I'm friends with. Right. You know, like it's, it's a, it's a place to show your highlights and stuff. So like, I think, you know, I, I, like I am susceptible to that stuff as well. So like when I am not okay, I have to remind myself that like, that's okay. Right. Not that's normal. Yeah, that's normal. Other people are not posting. That yeah, so, yeah. Right. And so like, and you know, social media is everywhere. So like, you know, that's usually what I see in my day to day interactions, you know, not necessarily talking to people about their feelings and you know, what's going on with them. So I see like the, the good stuff. And when I'm not okay, I immediately think that I'm like, well, everybody else is okay and seems to be handling the world just fine. Like, why can't I? Yeah, I start to judge yourself harder. Start to judge myself harder, and so lately I've just been like, "Hey, man, it's okay that you're not okay. Right? Um, you've got a lot going on. Yeah. Um. So that is okay. Right. And then I that. and then I start to step into my techniques or whatever, you know. Right. Um. But yeah, that's that's what I've tried to focus on lately. Is like, man. No one's really okay. I mean, yeah, there are people that are happy or whatever, but like right. we all... Nobody's always on. No, we all have <clears throat> our things that we're not okay about. Right. Yeah, you know, so yeah, just realizing that it's okay not to not to be okay. Boom. It's cool. Yeah, man, that's a powerful statement, brother. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, because I, you know, I'm my, I'm my biggest critic of anybody i know i think everybody could probably agree with that maybe not but um so yeah to be nice to myself is it's crucial in a lot of different ways unconditional love of self right yeah it's okay man i love you it's okay bro <clears throat> talking to your human yeah it's okay eric it's okay chad where were we at brother um you want to do one more? Sure. Um, did you, you guess the last one? Yeah, I one? just guessed that number. Or pick that number, rather. Okay, so I'm going to go with... 12. Ooh, 12. 
All right. What are you doing about the most important things in your life? Changing them. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, so I think changing what's important in your life? Yep. Yeah. Wait, what was the question? What are, hold on, where are we at? What are you doing about the most important things in your life? Yeah, I would say, I don't know why my answer is this, but like changing them. So like, but I can't really define what that means. Um, that was just what the answer came, you know, that came to mind. So like You're shifting. Yeah, shifting. You just got off meds, getting ready to have a baby. Exactly. Shit, everything is yeah, changing cha- for you. Yeah, changing them. So yeah. like, it's exactly what I'm doing. Yep. Um, I don't really know how else to answer that. No, that's perfect. Yeah. That says everything, man. You are. <clears throat> You've been talking about it. A baby's a huge change. Getting off 20 years of medicine is is a big change. I still. Yeah, yeah. I still Ch- you just change jobs. There's been a lot of change in your life in the yeah. six months. So <clears throat> I, I still just don't understand. I mean, just the how big that was to get off of that medication like it's giant i mean that is something i was on for a long time i know a bro. that's why time. i ask you every week man a that's long so time really dude. and like um and just like the first time i like try to get off of it like if if that would have been like a scene like in a movie like it was horrific and yeah. like and then i did the process to get off of it and it was completely different but like to see that and then that it's like i can't i can't believe it right like it's it's strange because it's like there's no way i got off that medication that made me that way right and there is because it happened and it's been a month now but yeah and i i just i continually change like that is that is my constant goal no matter what it is like i just constantly in my definition, just constantly get better. Just change things that I need to change. Boom. Fire. Fire in the booth. That's a great answer, brother. I think for me, what I am doing about the most important things in my life is realizing them. Ooh. Realizing them. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, for me, when I was going through difficult relationship times, it was hard to focus on a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to be on the baseball field or making a podcast or playing poker with my friends or, you know, you, you run from difficult situations sometimes, especially when it comes to difficult conversations, mm-hmm. uh, difficult yeah. um, stuff to get off your chest that you have to say to your partner. Yeah. Um, you know, and so realizing re realizing now that Brittany and I are well is just like how important that relationship is mm-hmm. and uh, you know there's been a lot of introspection this year with with baseball we've talked about that with mm-hmm. uh, wondering if that's really in my future or not yeah um, so just really identifying and realizing mm-hmm. what it is that is that important in my life wow you know I've I've Obviously, your family is important to you, but sometimes you take it for granted, man. For sure. Sometimes you take good relationships um, for granted, and you're not you're not grateful for them, mm-hmm. you know, because of the fog. Yeah. I like to call it the fog of war, and um, 
That's what it was. Mm-hmm. It, it's hard to see and realize how important it is when there's fog all around you. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck. Can't even see it. So, <laughs> you know. So just realizing, man. Realizing the important things to me. And um, everybody in my family is happy and healthy. Yeah. Which is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, the last, you know, years. Yeah. Yeah, five, six years between um, relationship struggles and then Aubrey's. Um, growing up has been difficult for, for not only her, but as a father, you know, it's brought a lot of, uh, very difficult solitude for me, (laughs) very painful lessons that I've had to look myself in the mirror and be like, Hey bro, I see you (laughs) time to shift time to shift, man. And, and feel the pain of, of the past. Mm. So, um, yeah, life is flowing really well right now, man, and it's uh, helping me realize how important those things are to me. Yeah, yeah. So identifying nice. that's what I'm doing as the for the most important things. Nice. Yeah, that's man. awesome. Thank you, brother. I'm glad you're getting the time to do that. Yeah, it's amazing. It is, man. It's been nice. Brittany's home every night, dude. It's 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 different. Yeah, it's different. There's a lot more her and I time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a balance. And, and you know what I would say the second most important thing is now that I say that out loud, is not trying to control the most important things in my life. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, man, yeah. Um, the phone has been a big one for my relationship as of late. <laughs> like, I'm really weird about when we're all together being on our phones. It drives me crazy. But I used to do it all the time. Yeah. But now that I've consciously made the effort not to, being aware, like, sometimes people just want to be on their phone and scroll. Like, yeah. stop trying to control them. That is my big thing. Like, hey, you guys want to go outside instead of play on your phones? Like, I make snide little comments like that. So not trying to control the most important things is another big step that I'm trying to make. Yeah. It's, it's difficult, man. It is. I, I like to be up and going and doing things, but not everybody's like that. No. A lot of a lot of people aren't like that. Mm-mm. So, yeah. Good answer. Thank you, brother. You're welcome. It's been a. I love these these See, uh, question podcasts. So do I. Um, <coughs> I just. I think it's so much. I don't know. It's I, un- unscripted, like it right. is, and it's just so much fun because they're they're kind of like muscles that you don't use very often, like when they right. get worked out. It's fun. It's therapeutic too. It's like, yeah, you feel it, you know. And and for for me and you, like I I always come away learning something about you yeah. from this <clears throat> for sure, man. You know, so I I value that a lot. So it's like a it's like a double. It's a win win. It's a win win for sure, man. You know, for our, our core that we have, I know that they love learning about us, and I just yeah, I love it, man. And I think there's. I think that's just the natural knack that you are you and I have. It's like we want to know about people. We want yeah. to know what makes you tick. Questions are fun, man. They are. They're just so much fun. You you looked at things so much differently than I did and vice versa. Right. You know, on on every every question. Mm-hmm. And and all of it is is oh, beautiful because because sure. it's, it's the way we just looked at things and that's that's the balance of it like we talked about earlier before the podcast. That's it's how we balance each other. Amen, brother. Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers. <clears throat> this has been fun, man. Do you, do you have anything in closing for this one? Um, 
I mean, that was a pretty beautiful closing that you just had. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess that's a bad time for that question. <laughs> no, I, then we'll, yeah, I think that's a, that's a good ending. And yeah. uh, just thanks for sticking around. Yeah, absolutely. We, we are always grateful for you and, uh, I'm grateful for you, Eric, because I, I too learned something about you with the integrity thing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you know, you kind of have a feeling that you know people, but until you hear them say stuff out loud, it's like, oh, yeah. It either confirms or like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So, amen. Great point. Great episode. Great audience. We love you so much. And until next week, peace. Out of darkness, light heart pumping, 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 pumping. Into white light, all things running, 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 running. Tickle bow under pale, moon night, moon night, moon night, moon night, moon night. Take a look at myself, see my third eye, third eye, third eye.